0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And I know you're excited about our guest.
1: I'm doing great, Neil. Thank you very much. Hope you are, too. And yes, I'm so excited. Francois Tremblay, you are the man. I love your company, Prevo, and the things that you're doing. And it's the 100th anniversary that's gigantic. There's not that many companies that make it to a 100. So congratulations on that. Congratulations with everything you're doing and welcome to the show. I am dying to hear about one of uh, several of the things that you guys have to offer, but I'm also dying to hear about this trip that you're taking. Can you tell us about that?
2: It's funny because exactly. It's a big milestone to reach 100 years as a company, right? And uh, I'm actually today in Orlando where we had the celebration yesterday at our local branch here with a lot of the local customers and everything because it's a Florida market is a big uh, market for us. And it's interesting you see that there's that many companies. I was reading recently that actually Disney, which is actually in town here, celebrated 100 years last year. So we're happy to join the uh, Disney (laughs) club and be part of the select 100 years old club, you know. So it's a great thing for us.
0: It's fantastic to have 100 years, right? It's got to feel great to, to be part of a company like that, right?
2: It is exactly. It shows about you know history, longevity, and everything, and especially in our set of the business because people are investing a lot of money buying our equipment. So to see that we've been there for a hundred years talks about you know we're going to be we've been there for the long run, and and that's what we're celebrating. You were asking me earlier, Kim. Uh, we're doing a big tour right now throughout all of service centers through North America, which are about uh, uh, we're going to have about uh, ten stops throughout North America. We'll actually where we'll celebrate with the local customers uh, the hundred years uh, anniversary. So. It's going to be a great time, and the culmination will be at the factory in mid-September next year. Uh, this year, actually, where we're going to have we're expecting about to we'll have about ten thousand people joining us uh, for a major uh-huh. celebration at the factory uh, in uh, in Quebec. Okay,
0: wow, so, that's yeah.
1: huge. Yeah. So, what do you that want is- to
0: tell our listeners and viewers more about the company and stuff? Yeah.
2: You know, uh, Prevost, I mean, that's a long-standing history. And one of the thing I think that kind of set us apart from some of the other manufacturers are there is kind of our diversification. Because, uh, you know, there's three main markets in the motor culture, you know, business. There's the private sector, which is more tour and charters, uh, you know, uh, scheduled service. Uh, you have the public sector, like uh, doing commuter work, like New York. We just announced uh, in December a major contract with New York City, uh, where we're going to build uh, close to 400 units for them. So... And there's the conversion sector, which is we're the only one uh, playing in that space, which is uh, the motorhome market, which uh, where we built uh, two to three million dollars motorhomes for the uh, high-end luxury market and the entertainer for the music industry, where we actually cater to ninety-nine percent of the all the artists traveling in North America actually are traveling on Prevos for their concerts and tours.
1: Yes, I'm so glad that you mentioned the motor coaches because holy cow, I have never seen anything like it. Like there are some pretty RVs out there. There are some nice ones, but you're in a class all by yourself. Like, I don't think there's anything that compares to, it looks like you're in an actual living room, not an RV living room, but everything about it seems so high end and so beautiful. And I would imagine, you know, you say they're $2 million. I mean, you know, that's a chunk of change. So it's going to be the touring people and the stars and like, who who besides music people going on tour, who besides that are are your customers for that?
2: Well, on the motor market segment, it's really more the uh, ultra, you know, people are quite wealthy normally because they're using that more either as I'm actually here in the, as i mentioned in Orlando and I was going to, uh, I'm going to Daytona for the Daytona 500 race tomorrow. And that's a great example because within the infield, we have about 75 Prevos. That people are coming there for the weekend, tailgating, having fun, you know, staying in their privos right there in the infield. So, so people like this, right? It's about the lifestyle. And what's interesting is, you know, our converters, because for us, we're just doing kind of the structure with the slide outs of the vehicle. But we have partners that are doing all the inside because those are heavily customized. They have clubs. And typically, they do four or five gatherings throughout North America every year. So that's kind of a lifestyle because people buying the product, they're also joining a club where they actually have opportunities to mingle with other owners throughout the year at different events. So so it really becomes kind of a social club uh, for the uh, exactly for wealthy people, you know?
0: Yeah, that social club's huge uh, in in so many ways. And like, so you see it as entertainers, you see a lot of different people who get this, use this, purchase something like this, right?
2: Exactly. And when, so this is for the model, but when you talk about entertainer, you know, the music industry has changed a lot. I mean, especially the artists now, they don't want to travel using, you know, traveling by plane, going to the hotel room, check in, check out, and, and their the lack of privacy. It's perfect now using motor coach because basically they're doing their show, coming down in the basement of the stadium, hanging, you know, going in their coach. They drive at night, the next day, they're waking up in the next stadium, in the next city. They're going up, doing their sound check, spending the day there. Their tour and it's all it's starting all over again. So it's a better way for them to travel. It's much more relaxing, much less demanding, and they can actually carry all their gears with them, right? Because they have a large vehicle to bring all their belongings with them. So that's why it's become became really popular in the music industry uh, uh, to travel. Yeah, that is coach.
1: that's so cool. That is so cool. By the way, I have a daughter in law from Montreal, so I love Quebec. I just thought I'd throw that in there. And so, four hundred buses. Is that what you said? The contract with New York.
2: Yeah, exactly. So 400 wow. buses. We already had about 720 on the, uh, in Manhattan. So it's quite impressive when you're in New York to see all those Prevots going around. And the way they're using them, it's pretty simple. What they're doing because you know uh, they're bringing people from the boroughs, you know, from the uh, suburbs to the uh, to the um, to Manhattan, right? So. When you had to go on the on the highway, having a motor coach is safer because there are seat belts, people are sitting down. So that's why they're using those vehicles to bring people in Manhattan, so people can connect after that to either subway or transit buses. So it's a good way for cities to make you know to bring their customers in the city in a in a a safer way.
0: way. What do you want as being part of this company? Where do you want to see this company go? Like uh, expanding in certain horizons? What are you guys looking at?
2: Well, for us, it's about innovation, right? I think it's about how do we push boundaries because we had so many innovations throughout the year. Uh, we like we like definitely bring more options. You know, now we're talking about new technologies. You know, we're talking about electrification, uh, hydrogen technologies. Uh, eventually, can it be a self-driving bus? Potentially. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, uh, drivers are more than just drivers. They're actually customer representative, catering to the people. So I don't think we're quite there yet. I think the truck industry will get there pastured in us but that's what I I wish for probably the next hundred years more innovation being close to customers and uh, so that's all I can wish for right so
1: yeah well you know one of the things that I rode several times when I was in Germany recently and I believe they're probably yours but the those slinky buses and I know you guys (laughs) make those right those are so cool (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah this is actually we stopped making them back in 92 so we built those for about i think from 85 to 92 those and those were actually like 60 60 footer which was quite long as a vehicle to operate but when you think about it it's interesting because going back to the motorhome segment you know you know that it only takes a, a car driving license to drive a prevo motor coach uh, as a motorhome right not as a commercial vehicle but as a motorhome and it's interesting to see that People are buying those buses, opening those buses, and often they have a thirty-five-footer trailer in the back. So, so you have an eighty-foot vehicle going on the on the road, and you just need a you know a a, a regular driving license. It's quite interesting, and, but we have great customers that you know that are actually are truly embracing the lifestyle of the uh, the
0: moment. Excellent. All right, now Kim has a love question. Go ahead, Kim.
1: Okay, so Francois, this might sound. Interesting to you, since the industry that you're in, but I want to know how it applies. I, I lived a year uh, dedicated to figuring out the true meaning of love. And the things I found out about love just blew my mind and rocked my world. And I realized how big love is in every area of life and and yeah. the role that love plays in business. And so I'm curious, with you personally in the business and with everything, where, where do you see love playing a role?
2: All right. It's actually part of what we're doing every day. The first thing I think it's the love for our people, right? For people working for a company. And, you know, after a hundred years, we have a, well, I think the seniority in the factory is really, you know, before pandemic, cause there was poor turnover. I think the seniority was like 25 years in average. So, so for me to take care of your people, giving them love, making them proud about their work, what they're doing, being part of something greater than themselves, I think shows a lot of love and to be there to support them, to make, you know, so they can put out the best work out there. So I would say it starts with your people. And after that, it starts with people buying your products or our customers. But because like I said, you know, they're making a huge investment when they're buying those vehicles that six seven hundred thousand dollars right so you want to make sure that you know they appreciate the product but also if they it's mechanic right so if it fails if there's a breakdown we're there to support them and bring them back on the road so the love of really going above and beyond to really take good care of them being there you know i have so many stories where you know a, our service guy came up on the december 31st at eleven to help a customer out and the customer mm-hmm. says wow I never get that type of support oh. from anybody else. So that kind of love actually goes a long way. And that's why we have so much loyal customers that want to do repeat business because they, they know that we're ne- we're there not only to sell product, but we're there to support them and we're part of the family. So,
0: All right, fantastic. Where's the best place we can find information? Where can we go?
2: I would say go to prevocar.com So you'll get all the, the information. You can see also... The tours we're doing, you know, the stops we'll have throughout North America. And by the way, last uh, comment, I would say, we have what we call Clarisse. Clarisse is a replica of the first uh, motor coach that was built in 1924. So it's interesting because the family, the Prevost family, did a project together to build the first replica, just starting with a black and white picture. And they did a really good job. They found actually the first Rio chassis truck uh, that actually here in Florida, where they actually, that was the original chassis where their grandfather built the original uh, unit. So, so it's kind of it's nice to see a replica. And it's named Clarisse because that was the name of the wife of the founder, Eugene Prevo. So behind every wall, every great man is oh, always a great man. Fantastic. That's yeah. why it's... Uh, so that's why Prevostcar.com, if you want to know everything about us, what we're doing. And uh, if you're interested in a motorhome, Neil, uh, now is it's the some, time, you know. So. Sometime, <laughs> I'm going to be traveling the world.
0: I mean, the U.S. touring at one point, so I'll love looking at that. All right, okay, fantastic. Thanks, guys. Okay, that was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the love this podcast, guys. Take care. Thank you.